Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about smartphones and co. And I almost wanted to call this episode The Beauty and the Beast, because I really love, love, love my smartphone and my tablet. So there's not going to be too much bashing around on smartphones, but a rather positive view on them. Um, That said, there are, of course, uh, aspects in regards to sleep and building our sleep trust that we have to have a look at, and we will do so. So this is kind of the beast part of the story. So let's have a quick look at the beast together. The first thing we want to take into consideration when using our devices, our smartphones, our tablets and our TVs is that all these devices are light emitting devices. And they don't only emit light, but they also emit blue light. And this is particularly the light type that our photoreceptors are sensitive to and that can result in a reduced melatonin production. And melatonin is the hormone that we need and want to have when it comes to going to sleep. So um, that's the first point. The second point is, and for me personally, that's even more important, is that we actually keep our brain entertained. So it's hard for our brains to get tired when we're, you know, playing around, uh, searching for stuff, it's constantly keeping interested and it's not getting boring or anything. That's uh, an aspect that I do see quite critical when playing around with those devices in the bed. Uh, And it can also bring up stressful thoughts because we do not know who's going to post whatsoever, uh, which may uh, or may not suit our... um, Uh, our uh, thoughts and if not we might get angry worried whatsoever so um, it's we simply don't want to have that before we go to bed and the last thing that I see quite critical too is that when we use our devices in bed and have them have them laying around there we kind of get into the cycle of feeling the pressure to respond people um know that we usually respond, maybe even at night, maybe even when we're sleeping, you know, getting getting awake through a WhatsApp message or a Facebook messenger and just responding and uh, going to sleep afterwards again. Um, That's that's not really a good good place to be. Uh, Also, these devices, when lying right beside our bed, can wake us up during night. So um, when we get a message, it typically vibrates, even if you, you know, turn your sound out, off, which, which I assume that we all do, but it starts to vibrate a little bit and it turns on the light for only a couple of seconds. And this can be enough to just wake you up. So this is the short, quick run through the beast. So let's now walk through the beauty feature and I'm really looking forward to do that with you together now. Um, I'll start off with some uh, native functions that our smartphones have built in. The first feature I wanna uh, talk to you about is the bedtime feature. 
you get it on iPhone and by by the way I'm I'm you know I'm an iPhone guy but you will get or find similar features for Android just do the research on Google and I'm sure you'll you'll um you'll find something there so the bedtime feature basically is an easy way to um set your uh, alarm clock in the morning you you can tell your phone when you want to get up you can tell your phone when you want to go to bed. It will show you uh, the sleep duration you'll get. And from um, from the time you set that bedtime uh, function, it will remind you when it's time to go to bed. It will wake you up in the morning and in between it will set your phone to the do not disturb mode. So you will not get messages uh, waking you up in the night, which is really handy. Then uh, you have got a second built-in feature, uh, which is called Night Shift. Uh, this is a feature that reduces the blue light uh, in the s smartphones um, the later it gets, um, which is great because of the melatonin production, which will not be prevented, uh, at least not in the, the amount that you would have uh, if you would get the full range of blue light. Then uh, there is the do not disturb feature on iPhones, which you can always trigger to uh, not let messages or phone calls wake you up. And the last, uh, which is the flight mode. We all know good old flight mode. And this is basically the, the way to cut off all wireless connections, which will not only um, keep your phone quiet, but it will also prevent your phones from, from producing electrosmog for you in the night. So for uh, built-in features, so let's now turn to apps that we can install on our phones and our uh, tablets that can really help us to build and gain our sleep trust and sleep better. So the first thing I wanna introduce you to is an app that is called Better Habits. I'm using this app since I think it's at least a year, probably two, and I really love it. It's a straightforward way to build new habits. It will um, let you define one to three habits. It will remind you on performing on these habits. It will uh, keep you accountable, so you have to check it when you did it, and that way you measure how um, good you perform. Um, if you're thinking of building new habits, and I think when it comes to changing sleeping patterns or um, everything around that, it's all about habits, at least 80-90% is about habits, then think of installing that app. Um, the next helpful apps that uh, we could think of installing are uh, meditation apps. The two most famous and probably best are Calm and Headspace which will really walk you through how to meditate. Uh, they have prepared meditations for different things from stress to anxiety over uh, everything you can think or not think about. And they're certainly worth having a look at if uh, you are somebody that needs to uh, calm down uh, in the evening to, to get, you know, get your thoughts uh, calmed down. The next app that I found to be quite interesting, even though I did not install it on my smartphone yet, is an app called Psyz. I'm not sure if I, I'm pronouncing it right. It's P-Z-Y-Z-Z, -Z, an app. And uh, 
it's kind of a meditation thing here too, but they're very focused on audio. So uh, they have sound patterns that seem to be good when it comes to relaxing your brain, uh, kind of hooked up to your brain waves or something like that. That's the way I understood it. And I think I, on some page on the internet, I saw that that Steve Jobs used to use that app, but I'm, I'm not really sure if that's true. So that could be worth looking at. Um, then there uh, are things like listening to audiobooks. Um, that could be a really relaxing thing to do instead of watching TV or playing around with your phone. So uh, if that's something that is interesting for you, you may want to uh, get an Audible uh, account and uh, install that app, or there are probably different providers of, of audiobooks. Um, definitely worth uh, having a, a look at. And um, yeah, I think that's the, the main corners I, I want to, uh, wanted to address today. So how can we bring the beauty and the beast together in harmony just as Disney did that in their film. And I'm just going to walk through a couple of ideas, kind of thinking loud, and you can choose if you say that there's something there that's valuable for you or that could work for you. And uh, if that's the case, I'll be happy. And if not, there may be something else that is good for you. So always look at the things that you built into your daily habits work for you. That That's just key and king here. Um, the first thing or idea is that we uh, don't want to use our phones excessively an hour before we go to bed. I personally would answer WhatsApp messages or something like that, but I, I don't uh, use my smartphone longer than, let's say, five to ten minutes in the last hour before I go to sleep. Uh, then we could use the night shift feature reducing the blue light that we get an hour before we go to bed. We can listen to audiobooks or music with our smartphones before we go to bed. We can use the bedtime feature to get reminded when it's time to go to bed and it will also give the data to the health app. Uh, I personally do not use that bedtime feature. I go to bed when I'm tired. That works better for me. But everybody's different, so that could be helpful. Um, when we're in bed, we want to uh, set the phone to do not disturb mode. We don't want to get our messages waking us up. Um, I personally um, shut my um, or put my phone into flight mode every single evening, no exceptions. Uh, when I get out of bathroom, my phone goes into flight mode. That's it. We could also use meditations before we go to bed if, you know, if, if uh, you're kind of the, the type of person that has many thoughts or uh, things like anxiety um, or, or, or going on. Meditation is just a fantastic way. I personally do meditate too. I rather do it in the morning. I do not need it to, to go to sleep. When I go to bed, I'm usually... Uh, super duper tired and when I shut my eyes you know even if I would turn on a meditation it would probably take I would probably only have 60 seconds before <laughs> before I would be sleeping so uh, but that can be really helpful uh, if uh, this is not the case for you so that's basically the harmony part 
So with these kind of simple ideas, I think we're really pulling the best out of the devices for our sleep trust and locking all that other stuff out. With that, let's wrap up this episode of the Sleep Trust podcast really quickly. Using our smartphones and tablets is kind of the story of the beauty and the beast. To let them live in harmony, we want to reduce things like blue light, um, keep them entertained until late hours of the night and uh, getting that feeling that we have to respond 24-7 uh, to some kind of messages we get. We want to pull the best out of our devices and get in support, training our meditation skills, listening to audiobooks, listening to music, and reminding us when it's time to go to bed. We also definitely want to shut off all those noises during night using flight mode or do not disturb. And if we use our devices in that kind of form, I'm sure that we will all build our sleep trust and be happily using our devices throughout the day. With that, this episode comes to an end. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you tune in next week again when we're going to talk about sweet dreams. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu, that's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.